finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, it is Thursday, September 30th. That's the day after Matt Carano's birthday. Happy birthday. You didn't Thank tell you. me yesterday. Oh, happy um, birthday, man. It's a big um, day. You were uh, supposed to be going out for pasta because you're uh, a low-carb guy, and, this, and, you, and you were going to splurge for a little pasta, and you didn't do that? <sighs> no, nah, I just didn't feel like it. My wife has been uh, doing pretty much strictly carnivore, so I didn't want to put her in the position with all those carbs in front of her. So I had a burger and some fries. You had a burger and some fries. That's what yeah. you did on your birthday. A little ice cream. Anything special? Did the, did, no. the, did the little lady do anything special for you? Well, we don't want to get into that. But our our, <laughs> our deck, I told you, we're working on is almost done. Like, they should be done today and got a big screen TV that's going to go over our fireplace that will be installed today. Wow, 4K. that's exciting. That's exciting. Going high tech so oh. I can watch all that football you like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be watching Sunday night because the will. whole world is watching. Turtle Boy is here, by the way. He's got the odds in front of him. Um, I'm glad Turtle Boy's here because uh, for a couple reasons. A couple reasons. I want to make it clear that uh, we're not firing the unvaccinated here. We are not. Thank you. Or, or else I'd be, 50% I'd be, of the show. I'd be by myself. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it doesn't have to make any sense. I was just watching a cop getting fired in Seattle, of course. Blue State uh, cops and fi uh, nurses, firemen. Uh, Border Patrol guys are getting fired for not being vaccinated. And they're allowing uh, Haitians and everyone else to pour over the border, not only unvaccinated, but Mayorka said 20% of them have COVID. 20%? 20%. That is or unbelievable. Yeah, or, yeah, or some other communicable disease. Yeah. So there's like 20,000 who came in. That means 4,000 <laughs> brought a good brought a yeah. communicable disease. Yeah. With some, them. some of the diseases are you can be found on the Oregon Trail. They'll kill your whole family. But <laughs> the rest of them it's, shoot a buffalo. It's I, I just can't imagine being in that position. I am not, thankfully. But you can you imagine how frustrating it would be to lose your job as a, what a, a nurse. You're a nurse or a doctor or a healthcare worker. You you've been treating COVID patients for a year and a half. You've been cheered and applauded and and then lionized because of your selfless, heroic work. And then you show up and they say, sorry, you got to go. And probably You're, a lot of them have COVID. And they had, had it COVID. already. That's, you know, most of them have. I mean, the, the NBA guys, uh, for the most part, we've gone over Jonathan Isaac and, and yeah. Kyrie Irving. And I mean, these guys are like, we have had it already. I got the antibodies. Why would I need the shot? Well, you don't, but it doesn't matter. This is a mandate and, uh, <laughs> and you got to go or you can only play road games. In the case of Kyrie Irving, but every day they're they're kind of uh, emboldening other players, other people to come forward. Yesterday was Michael Porter Jr. who said flat out, "I'm not doing it. You can do what you want. I am not getting vaccinated." I love it. I love the NBA now. I, I know they're love rebelling, it. and the, the good the the great part is they're rebelling, and LeBron is as usual just stepping in, uh, getting in line, doing what Corporate he's told, doing Right, doing what he's told, saying uh, all the right things that the you know corporate America and and the and the commissioner and the Chinese, he's doing what they all want him to do. Not he's just a, a, a good soldier. The guys who actually are are rebelling against the man, they're do, rebelling against him. He hates. He, he spoke out against them. And besides know? the quarterback in football, NBA is the one is the, really the one sport where one player can make a break a season. Like if you have star players not playing, that'll tank the team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they can I mean, do the most difference. I, and, I I really like uh, I really like them standing. Up. And, and, and we we are not on YouTube. And, and, and Bradley Beal is a player, he's an a, all he's star, a player. Yeah. borderline top ten player. Yeah, so, so I mean, Jonathan Isaac is a fringe guy, but. But he's Beal's a big name. And so is Kyrie Irving, even though he's a weirdo and he's right. kind of a dick. I mean, he is articulate. He's strange, but he's and he, I, and he's very stubborn. I don't think they're going to pressure him into doing it. And I think it's the a flat Earth thing, though. You know. Yeah, we've we've gone over that. He's not that is, but yeah. he doesn't really believe that. But no, I mean, no one believes that. But he just thought he he likes to be the contrarian, the rebel, and this is a great opportunity. Uh, but I do think. There, there are more guys coming forward because they didn't want to be the first, and now they're hearing 
from Jonathan Isaac and Bradley Beal, and they sound really smart and and well thought out. The, the, their cases sound well thought out, as opposed to the the dummy LeBron James, who said he was skepticism about it. He was skepticism, but now he's not, so he got the shot. And we talked about this yesterday. How all the media, most of the media, we, we looked at all the stories. They changed the word, or it's kind of like what they did with Obama. See, Obama did an interview with. ABC News, I think it was uh, Robin Roberts, and he said that these open borders are not sustainable. ABC News cut that out of the interview. They edited it out, which is so uh, bizarre when you think about it. That was, you know, they're a news alleged news organization. That's news, big news, that Obama is splitting with his former you know, running mate, his, his vice president, on this. And he's obviously, Obama's a big global world order guy, you know, radical liberal, but he literally says open borders isn't sustainable. So bang, you got a headline, you got news if you're Robin Roberts, but no, you, you, that's your team. You don't want to hurt your guy, Joe Biden. So you edit it out and you get caught and you get embarrassed, but you don't care. Your loyalties, your, your ideology trumps everything. Anyway, anyway, back to the, uh, the unvaccinated, uh, the, the, the problem they have is, the guys are some of the guys who are coming out are smart, you know, like Jonathan Isaac, and they're yeah. articulate and they're well, and they have and they make a case. They just and, sound reasonable. And their answer but, is but as re, as reasonable there, and I agree that they're reasonable. I think the more effective way, like let's be honest, the more effective thing they that they could do in this day and age is say these mandates are racist. The majority, like I haven't heard one of them say that these. I mean, these guys aren't afraid to play the race card. They should just say, look at look at the statistics. The majority of people who are unvaccinated are African-American. These are discriminatory new Jim Crow. See, that would be a lot more effective in, in, in getting the left to stop. See, than I, what I, I, right I disagree now. because in the case, I, no question. And there are some people making that case and hell, as we pointed out the other day, there was a protest March in New York and there were literally Trumpkins marching with BLM guys. You know, they were literally marching together, chanting, F Joe Biden and de Blasio. F, that was their chance. So you have um, BLM guys. Um, they, I don't think they you know, smashed any storefronts or set any fires. And I don't think they invited Antifa to this one. But oh. you had BLM marching with Trump MAGA guys against mandates. So there is a broad coalition here. The problem is yeah, you, you, it's not allowed. I mean, you're not allowed to do Hell, we're not on YouTube today, correct, Karan? Correct, yeah. And we're pretty sure... It's because we played sound. We played the Isaac. sound of Jonathan Isaac and Bradley Beal and, and Kyrie Irving over the last couple of days. I said this to you yesterday, or was it two days ago? I said, they, they, they hate this man, Jonathan Isaac and Bradley Beal, because they're saying it live in front of the camera. They're making their case. They're talking about their antibodies and they're young and fit. And they're, they're making the case on why they don't need the shot. And there's nothing big tech can do to stop them. At least in that instance, you have live uh, on camera in front of the media, you have them making the case live. And I said, if they did this on Facebook or YouTube or uh, Twitter, they'd just take them. Biden's That's you know, right. They stop the dissemination. They don't stop the, they can't well, stop the live broadcast. Right. Biden's manservants in big tech in Silicon Valley would take it down. Even though we all agree Jonathan Isaac sounded really smart. And, sounded he, and he's not even saying don't take the vaccine. Right. He's saying in my specific case. I mean, everybody, every reasonable person agrees that in certain demographics, you should take the vaccine, that the risks of getting COVID outweigh the risks of the vaccine, most likely. So you say that, and we, we sat here and listened to him, and we said, boy, he's smart. That's a good point. He's 23 years old. He's one of the fittest people on the planet. He's had covid those are the reasons he's not getting the shot. And what happens? We play the sound and they take the take our show off They YouTube. took it down. Yeah, strike one, too. And we can't post for a week. We, we, we can't go live and we can't post any content there for a week. Because we played a young black guy making the case for, for why he personally didn't want the, That is scary. How, how does that not frighten everybody? It's super frightening. You know what else I re was reading this morning? And, and consider this. They're firing people, obviously. They're taking stuff down off the internet, off YouTube. Uh, in Scandinavia, Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. Norway. All ended all restrictions, all mandates, all mask rules, all vaccine requirements. 
just said, enough of this. It's not working. COVID is going to COVID. So those millions of people, and by the way, when it's convenient, you know, the American left looks to Scandinavia when it's about whatever, climate change. So look what they did. But in this case, you don't even hear about it. They ended everything. And, and you watch, it'll be no different. I mean, they'll get, they'll be COVID. We, we need Greta Thunberg to chime in to end the mandate. <laughs> blah, then blah, they'll blah. listen. If, blah, that, blah, if, blah. That, if that girl tells them to do something, they just do it. But we need to get her on our side. Uh, get, you, you think she's an anti-masker? You think Turner I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's healthy. She's 18. She, I mean, <laughs> she's, she, but she's, she's dumb. Line. She's a corporatist. She's dumb. She dropped out of high school to go on a yeah, world tour. And talking. Yeah. Well, we played her yesterday. Her, her most recent speech is the most amazing one, which just keeps... Repeating blah blah blah, and the people, the grown-ups in the audience, cheer. They cheer. Oh, they love being lectured by this girl. <laughs> There's nothing that makes them feel better than being lectured by this girl about how bad they are. They love it. So in these like, in these anymore. advanced Western democracies in 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 Europe, in Scandinavia, they just end all mandates. In the U.S., we're firing airline pilots, nurses, doctors, because they make a choice, uh, a personal choice, to not get vaccinated for whatever reason. And I said this the other day, you, someone is getting wheeled in right now for an emergency epidectomy and uh, Clinton Morgan, the lieutenant in the National Guard's got the scalpel. He's doing the surgery. How'd you like to get on a plane and you see some 19-year-old <laughs> no, some, some National Guardsman? rated uh, he's, he's, pilot. <laughs> he's got like his camouflage and he's giving out Hi, peanuts. <laughs> and you're wondering, who's flying this thing? Who's flying? I mean, it's, we are, these are essential, really, really essential people who were, again, heroes a year ago. And now we're kicking them out the door, not listening to their argument, not listening to letting them make their personal case like we did with Jonathan Isaac saying, why don't you want the shot? And most of them say, I've had COVID. I have the antibodies. Right. I have natural immunity. And it's there's this bizarre conspiracy, uh, um, uh, um, concerted effort where everyone gets together and says, we're not going to mention natural immunity. That's why, no. that's why states having power is so important right now. Because you can have all these testing, uh, testing for how we how each state responds to COVID, and we can even we can see the graphs. We can see the Florida, you know, the the rise in in COVID hospitalizations, deaths. It's the same rise for people who don't have for who do have mask mask mandates. Uh, it's so you can clearly see it has nothing to do with that. It's a, it's about weather. It's about people being outside it's it's, yeah, it's the about, factors beyond beyond mass it's about obesity you know again we we make it that's most the big thing you mentioned denmark and stuff like that they can afford to do that because they're not going to start dying and in america we die like that's the elephant in the room here we have more deaths because we're the fattest country in the world yes period. and, and the nothing answer, is done about that the answer from the tyrants in local government state government is stay inside stay inside right. get get don't to, go to the gym breathe air on each other shut the gyms down Shut the parks down. No more running around. I mean, Helen, Australia, they, they get, if you run, like go for a jog in Australia, they tackle you, beat you up, and throw you in jail. Uh, Australia is scary right now when you look at the video from that place. It's a stupid they, country. It is a stupid country. country. I'm never going there. I hate, no, I can't I hate there. Australia. I hate it. It's, it's I thought they like wrestled Crocs there no, and were no, crazy no, and no. like lived wild and shit. They were a bunch of cowards. No, it's, it's it reverted to its former... Uh, form and it's now a penal colony again, a prison colony. And anyone who they they check and see how far away you live if you're walking, even if you're masked up, and if you're more than whatever it is, a half a mile from your home, they arrest you and rough you up. <laughs> and and somehow that's the, the that's accepted. That's accepted by you got people on Twitter carrying their water. Oh, it's not like that here. You, you know they're giving us all this money. They're giving us seven hundred fifty bucks a week, so we should just comply. That's that's their retort. And, it's and so they, dumb. And, and could you help me out with this one? They're controlling the alcohol consumption, so you can't get buy more than a six pack or a bottle of wine a day. Now maybe you'd say that's enough. It, I guess but it would be, but it's not the but point. It, it's supposed to be some personal freedoms, and it's supposed to be a country of uh, you know uh, uh, free people. Of you know outdoorsmen and and frontiersmen and I mean these are hunters and fishermen and surfers and now they're locked away they're not even allowed to to drink themselves into a stupor like they used to <laughs> they can't they can't go for a jog because of COVID it's just bizarre 
how different. I'm surprised they don't vaccinate the kangaroos or something over there. That's, don't that, that's give, coming next. Don't give me any ideas. It is. I'm telling you, this it's probably come up in the Biden regime in these closed door meetings. I mean, Fauci would want to vaccinate you know, all the animals, dogs, all your dogs and cats, cats yeah. and goldfish. Well, you see yeah. the new thing with Fauci that you're not fully vaccinated until you right. get the booster. They changed, yeah. the, the, they changed the definition of va- of being vaccinated. Yes. Oh, yeah, so, so I'm with you guys now. We're just three rebels. We're just three right. All un- of us. Are yeah, we're just three un- <laughs> unvaccinated rebels. Uh, all right, we got to get to the Patriots because Turtle Boy, he's got a uh, bus bus station, bus stop duty uh, yeah, this morning. Good. And I know he's a big fanboy and a big gambler and a big you know point spread guy. I predicted the point spread would go up every day. It went up for a while. It's up to six and a half or seven. You saw it at seven and a half somewhere. Well, right? I, I don't know where I saw that. Maybe that was in my head. I see it at six and a half now. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, Mike Reese from ESPN uh, Boston wrote a story quoting a bunch of media people calling it the biggest regular season game in the history you of the with world. It, didn't you? I agree. Yes. Yeah. I, I like hyperbole. I like hype. And this is the most hype thing helped out by the way, by this book, we got a couple of uh, books, unauthorized books to discuss today. One uh, about the Patriots, about Belichick and Brady and Kraft by Seth Wickersham called uh, it's better to be feared. I like the title. Wickersham does a uh, pretty good job in the past of these tell all things and there's also a book by Katie Couric where she talks about her relationship with Red Sox owner and Bill Cosby enabler, Tom Werner. I got that in front of me. We'll oh. tell you. I mean, I'm certainly not going to read it or buy it, Katie Couric's book. Oh, it's about all the little cat fights she had, too, with, like, Deborah Norville and Ashley Banfield or whatever her She's name is. She's attractive. She's attractive. Have you seen Tom Werner? Yeah, he's a troll. Katie Couric's, yeah, yeah. You know, but but he's 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 he's, he's, he's fabulously wealthy, and he's a Hollywood guy. Who is guy. she? So uh, is she. Yeah, but they like to stick together. She talks about how Prince Harry was a drunk. She was with him <laughs> and smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, but that was before, you know, Meghan Markle got her hooks in him. That's the same. I got the, my prince is right. Don't I? Is Harry with Meghan Markle? I don't know. Is that William? Yeah, I know yeah, nothing yeah, about yeah, that. Is it Andrew? Uh, prince something. Prince. There's two. I think. I prince don't know. Charming. Harry's the disgrace to the family. Oh, right. So is, so is his dad, Charles. And they like William. He's the good one. And Andrew's, one. Andrew's the one that was on Epstein's Island. Oh, by the way, Katie Cork. Oh, he's, he's the he's, big Katie Cork's got stories in there about Jeffrey Epstein, about hanging with Jeffrey Epstein. So we'll get to that. But first, <clears throat> this Wickersham book, and I admit, I mean, I like this kind of stuff. And it's especially interesting when it comes to the Patriots. And the reason a tell-all book or behind the scenes or an unauthorized book with the Patriots is so good is not just because they're a dynasty and Brady's the greatest ever and Belichick's the greatest ever, but because they work so hard to not let you see behind the curtain. I mean, that's Belichick's greatest gift. He's very disciplined. He never get lets you see anything, hear anything that he doesn't want you to see. And for most part, his players are the same way. They're very disciplined. They stick to the Patriot way. And we haven't had a lot. I mean, there's been a lot of attempts, but we haven't had a lot of good gossip, good behind-the-scenes stuff about any of the the big three, or certainly not about Brady and Belichick and their relationship. Sure. Here's, here's a, a couple of my observations from my point of view is um, the, uh, the Belichick, um, if you're going to point out that Belichick's an a-hole, and that's one of the things. One of the revelations is Kraft. It's a story about Kraft at a league meeting. I think it was in, oh no, at a meeting in Colorado. I'm not sure what the meeting was, but he had to go to a game. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, you have to leave all you people, the people he was with, to go be with Bill Belichick, the biggest effing asshole in my life. <laughs> he calls, <laughs> and he calls him an idiot savant. Now, some people are going to see that and say, oh, Bill's not going to like that. Bill's not, you think Bill's going to get upset about that? Bill would agree he's an asshole. I mean, wouldn't he? It's, he takes that, yeah, that's a compliment for him. That's, well, uh, that's like saying, you know, Turtle Boy's an asshole. Of course he is. That's how he does the job he does. I mean. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. But, I mean, maybe, maybe Kraft won't like that because Kraft doesn't want to be embroiled in any controversy and he speaks highly of Belichick publicly. But I believe that. I yeah, mean, I believe that. And and Belichick dismisses it yesterday, and we could play it, but he just says it's a bunch of third and fourth hand stories, and his, and he you know said uh, whatever, dismissed it. And and NBC Boston, what they, I mean NBC Sports, they have a story and they called it is a, a brilliant retort or something. I'm going what? What's wrong with third and fourth hand stories? That's how you get books like this, you know? Yeah, that's why you do this. If it's first hand accounts, you're not going to get. Bob Kraft calling Bill Belichick an asshole. No, you're not. You're not going to get 
why there was such friction between Brady and Belichick. You need third and fourth hand accounts. You need anonymous sources. Now, if you think that's unethical, fine. You know, don't listen, don't read it, don't watch. But that's the only way you're going to get, you know, the behind the scenes stuff is anonymous people telling stories to Seth Wicker Sam. And he said he interviewed, I don't know, something like 75 people for this book. You decide for yourself, for yourself whether you believe it. Belichick also is taking um, grief because in this book it says he, um, he, <clears throat> he said goodbye to Brady on the phone or on Zoom. Didn't do it in person. Well, and didn't we do, this was March of 2020. Didn't we do everything on the phone? Yeah, that was, that was the option. I mean, I, I love when people say, oh, he should have gone together and hugged him and shook his hand. Instead, he said, good luck to you. A player left. Belichick's cold-hearted uh, nature is what got him where he is. It's, what, it's why Patriots fans love him. And suddenly we think he's going to you know, get all teary-eyed and say, Tom, no, I can't do this on, phone, on the phone. You know, let's go to, let's go to Applebee's. And have lunch, and I could give you a big hug. Particularly when it's fresh. I'm sure there was some bad blood, at least a little bit. I mean, they were together for 20 years. So but five years from now, when it's in, when they're in Canton and one of them's getting enshrined, I think right. it'll be a little bit different. But here's the thing. Right. There's very minimal bad blood when you think about it. They parted ways. So, of course, there's bad blood. If they didn't, if they were still on right. the same team, it'd be different. But if they're going to part ways after 20 years, obviously something went wrong. Right? Yeah. Belichick decided, I think, it's pretty simple. Belichick decided Brady's too old. We're moving on. Brady was 42. He just said he's not going to be able to do it much longer. He was wrong, but it made sense, especially when you think of the way Belichick... It didn't make sense at the time because they had no, they didn't have Mac Jones at the time. They had no next guy. It was a weird timing. He was not done. He was not but done. In, it, he had a bad 2019 by his standards. You, you know that. His last throw was yeah. picked off and run back for a touchdown by Logan Ryan. They lost at home to Tennessee. Start, so it started off 8-0 that year. Yeah, but at some point, the coach has to make an assessment, Turtle Boy. I have to say, how much longer can he do it? And if he's asking for a five-year deal, you know, at $30 million a year, that's not what Belichick does. That's not how he operates. Why did we expect him to be different? I understand Brady's the best player ever. His the best Patriot ever. Brady made Belichick. I believe that. We talked about it the other day. His record is what? 52 and... Yes, it's, it's I mean, sub 40, 500, definitely. 42 and 58 without Brady, and it's probably not going to get any better this season. But Belichick was true to himself. He didn't get swept up in the, in the emotion and sentiment. And he let Brady walk because he didn't want to cut him, didn't want to trade him. He gave him his free agency and let him walk and said, we got to start over at some point. We can't invest in a 42, 43, 44-year-old quarterback. Now, Brady has proven him wrong. He is wrong. I'm not saying he's not. But you understand at the time what he was thinking, correct? I don't. Brady wasn't looking for I a 5 I just made the deal. case. Were you not listening? <laughs> yes, I'm listening. But you're saying that your, your case is this fantasy that didn't actually happen. Brady was never, wasn't asking for a five-year deal. You do it year to year. You get him for one more year. No, that's you had no backup plan. There was no Cam at the time when they cut when they got rid of Brady. There was no right. Cam. Well, so they, all they had was Stidham. Yeah, so like you don't do that. <laughs> it made no sense. What? Am he I missing something here? Yes, he wasn't signing a one year deal. That's absurd. Yeah, he wasn't gonna do it. He wasn't taking a hometown discount. Fine. Um it, the, the bottom line is Belichick did what Belichick does. Usually it works out when he lets whoever go. I don't know, the Logan Mankins or or lawyer Malloy, it works out. In this case, you know, hell, when he went with Brady over over Bledsoe, usually he's right. This time he was wrong, and he's gonna. You know why lawyer Malloy worked out, Jerry? Because Rodney Harrison was there, not Jared Stidham. Okay, <clears throat> if if he if he signed him for a five year deal for 150 million, um, and Brady the next year got hurt, I mean, he would he would be kicking himself forever. He'd be saying, "What was I doing?" I know he's the greatest ever, but he's a human, just like he's a he's a, a player, a person, just like everyone else. So you wanted him to change his mo? Change. Why would he get? Why would he get hurt? Okay, I'm just Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, but that's it. that's forget Brady's it. thing. Forget he's it. the guy who doesn't get hurt. Uh, okay. That's why he goes to the witch doctor. Okay, so he doesn't get hurt. Do you think he's going to play till he's you know 65, 50? I think he'll play till he's 50. Oh, you do. Is that, you do. Is that out of the question at this point? Yes, yes, it is. I mean, I'm, why he's 44. Why would that be out of the question? He's the best quarterback <laughs> in the league right now. 
See, uh, you wanted Belichick to change the way he thinks, the way he operates, and that was never going to happen. I, I think that obviously they're not friends. They won't, you know, Brady's not going to go to Nantucket and go out in his boat with him or play golf with him. They're not going to keep in touch. That's just the way it is. Um, but the people are going to want for the next, for the rest of our lives, they're going to want more dirt on this relationship because it's the greatest coach and greatest player ever. And I don't think they're going to get it. I really don't. I think, I mean, Belichick, just is what he is. Well, Brady will do a book <laughs> yeah. after he's done. He will, but do you think he's going to oh, blast? Like that. He'll probably, do, he won't he'll blast probably do a dozen books. Yeah. I mean, he'll, I mean, I don't know how much we'll learn from them, but uh, he'll do a cooking book. Uh, yeah, he'll do lots of books about yes, health, he'll do about skincare, skincare products. Probably he won't I, write any of them. He just will sign his name right, to it. You think somebody's going to write a book? Before the bus comes, I'm picking the the bucks in a route, and I, I we went over it. I'll go over it again. You could do each position, do your little check mark. You're picking the Patriots in in the upset, correct, Turtle Boys? Uh, the only way the Patriots lose is if Tom Brady has a how how fitting would this be if Tom Brady has a game winning drive to win the game by three points, something like that, how, like at the last minute. Wouldn't that be kind of fitting? Then you would win. That's the you're... only way That's the only way we lose is if Tom Brady has a, another vintage drive, and we would honestly be like, that was fucking awesome. Seven points happened. is the spread right now, by the way. Seven, the yeah. only way we lose, says Turtle Boy, uh, that's not beating the spread. The spread, the line is seven. Oh, the spread is safe. They, they ain't covering the spread. Uh, no so way. I see, I think no they way. are. And, I mean, if you watched – the Patriots. Are you like Shannon Sharp? Have you watched none of the games or none of the plays yet? For the Harry, you just—I have a feeling. I'm a guru. <laughs> I'm in first place in my pick'em league. Trust me, I know what Ooh, I'm doing. Oh. When I get a feeling, trust me, you'll see. It's, you'll it's, see. It's about feelings now. I, I think if you've seen Brady and and the Bucks the last you know three weeks, they they won ten in a row before they went to L.A. and lost. And again, Brady was good in that game. He threw for 432 yards, no picks. Uh, Mac Jones threw three picks. One was his fault, but their offense was a mess. They've lost James White. They had dumb penalties. They had blocked punts. They had kickoffs go out of bounds. They were a mess. They've lost twice at home uh, to Tua and Jameis Winston. And now they're facing good luck. the now, greatest quarterback right. ever, who, by the way, loves these situations. Big pressure, you know, huge audience, lots of uh, attention. That's what Brady lives for. Um and nobody I've ever seen can get his teammates in that sport. We can lift up his teammates more. They want to win this for Tom. And a guy like Richard Sherman comes in. They signed him yesterday. I don't know if that works long-term, but that gives you an instant boost. I mean, all the young guys look up to him. He's going to play his ass off. He's going to play Sunday night. Richard Sherman. They didn't have enough all-stars. Now they add Richard Sherman. <clears throat> I think... All the check marks go to uh, go to Tampa Bay. All the check marks. Give them, you know, give them a little edge in all all those categories. Eject! It was too hot for Turtle Boy. Oh, that's a shame. He's, <laughs> we got to work on that transition better. I'd like to say goodbye and uh, sign him out before uh... the transition was. We just let him leave. Carano. That's we so weird. So yeah. weird to just have him like. Okay, next time we'll we'll stop. And yeah. Say, oh, hey, please, thanks for joining us. Please, please that's say goodbye. Why don't you call him back? And as he's going to the bus stop, no, no. we can give a. Give him a give, give, give him a big hug. It's kind of like Brady and Belichick. It's just impersonal. We let Turtle Boy leave okay. without giving him a hug. It's very weird. Hey, this is how we do it every time. I Suddenly, don't like it. I, I'd like to say, hey, thanks uh, for thanks for checking in. It's a nice little see ya. Okay, next time. Why don't you just do it? To Does it ever annoy you when you're when you're watching yes, a, a it movie? Annoys me. Wait, when you're watching a movie and they don't say goodbye and the, they never say goodbye on the phone. That's Why a good is point. that? That no. makes no sense. No one it's, does they, that. They, they never say thank you either. For they never stuff. say thank they you. They never say thanks. No, like, uh, they don't say all right, see ya. Um, I was trying to think of a good example of, of guys who, who don't say thank. There was a movie the other day I was watching. Oh, it was uh, Tombstone. Yeah, I get, yeah. No movie Shawshanks me more, except maybe Shawshank. New verb. Skepticisms. God, you, you, you are. You are you I'm know, with you. out of the loop. You think Shawshanking someone is a new verb? I don't know. Is that a it's, verb? It's been around for, for, for quite a long time. And you get shot. You should know this. You do a podcast about movies. We haven't covered Shawshank yet. That's not the point. Continue. You, you understand what Shawshanking is? No, tell me. Uh, that's what I, that's this when is you, great. When you're flipping around the channels, you see a movie, you stop and you can't turn the channel. You have to watch it. Okay. I think Jerry Thornton invented that word, I think. Well, that's why I wouldn't ever use it. Hey, every, everyone uses it. It's, right. it's, it's common. It's in the common lexicon. I want you to know that the chat agrees with me on this eject of Turtle Boy, like just randomly leaving the stream.
They agree with me. I can't. They, I think there was, you know, they were serving a warrant at his front door. He had to go. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so wait, nothing, wait, you were saying Tombstone, I, nothing Shawshanks I'm, I'm more gonna, than... I'm going to explain, uh, you know, what Shawshanks <laughs> me after I talk to you, tell you about our wonderful sponsor, DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rent loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Getting Shawshank means you can't stop watching a okay. movie. And I have lots of them, lots of them, and I can't stop. And unfortunately, I, I got Shawshank the other day, and it was a nice day. And I'm pretty sure it was I had other things to do, and there was Hoosiers. And I couldn't stop watching. And it was a channel with no commercials. So yeah. it's easier to get Shawshank when there's no commercials. Hoosiers is so great. So great. It's awesome. Anyway, that's the second best sports movie ever. Kirk was on and uh, covered that with us. We did we did, uh, we did, did Hoosiers with Kirk. Did you? Yeah. Did he rank it? Like, I think it's I, he, Rocky's probably number one for See, him. I don't, it's number I, one for I, me. I, I don't Rocky's count Rocky's a sports movie. You I don't? don't? Count it. No, no, I don't count it. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. I, I love it. It's the greatest. But Rocky is uh, like in its own uh, honored place. It's yeah. Like, it's like sports movie emeritus. Yeah. You know, like it's so it. good. It, there's no disputing. There's no debating. It's so great. I love it. Just put it over there. But remember the Titans is the best sports movie in Hoosiers number two. I haven't seen Remember the Titans in forever. Hoosiers is very good. There's some problems. As you know, you know, you got players leaving and coming back out of nowhere with no explanation, <laughs> kind of like when Turtle Boy leaves our stream. But uh, no, yeah. Hoosiers is great. And uh, Gene well, Hackman's Hoosiers. amazing. So I, got, I got Shawshanked by Hoosiers the other day, but the, I've been Shawshanked by Tombstone like a hundred times. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and I, you know why? Because it's the greatest supporting actor oh. performance ever. Val Kilmer. It's up there. Val Kilmer's top five. As definitely. Doc Holliday is so great. He's amazing. I, I, I can't, and you can't take your eyes off him. And he kills uh, Johnny Ringo in a duel. Yeah. When it was supposed to be Wyatt Earp, but he got out of bed. He was dying, uh, and and he got out of sick bed. He pretended he was sicker than he was. Went and and took Wyatt Earp's place because he was such a good, such a quick draw. He yeah. kills Johnny Ringo. And hits him in the head, and then he taunts him as he's he dying. He does, he's dying. And he dies, and then comes and then comes Wyatt Earp out of the shadows. And uh, Wyatt Earp never says thank you. He just saved his life. He just killed his nemesis, stepped in, and then well, they were allowed to go, you know, on their way and killing all the red bandana guys, all the the cowboys. Yep. And I'm like, thank him for Christ's sake. I mean, he's dying. Come on, thank him. <laughs> uh, but, I have a, I actually have a drawing of Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday on my in on my wall in my studio at home. It I is. It. I mean, obviously, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas is a spectacular supporting actor, and he won the Academy Award. But, he did, yeah. But no one's. I'd say he's as good, but no one's better as in a supporting. Definitely role. top five for me. And if, if you ever saw the other, the Dennis Quaid uh, Tombstone, I think it's uh, just called Wyatt Earp. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not. But you can't compete with the with the Kurt Russell and uh, and Val Kilmer Val Kilmer version. Yeah, it's, and it's it sucks superior. me in and. When 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 uh, Kurt Russell you know, blows the guy away with the shotgun, then he holds the uh, and then he slashes the other guy's face with his jingle jangle thing. What are those things called? I don't Spurs. know. Spurs. Spurs. Uh, and he says, uh, "You tell him I'm hell's coming and I'm coming with it. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Hell's coming with me." And I'm like, "That sounds so corny, but it's great. It's great. There's a lot of corny stuff. Yeah, but it's great delivery though. And you know, he he you know he means it. It's it's great." looks like so much fun to make a western doesn't it like, yeah to, to just dress as a cowboy every day and shoot guns and ride horses that's I, I understand why like clint did it so many years or why these guys wanted to do it i mean it just looks like a, a fun time new clint movie not good by the way don't see it saw it yeah well, as soon as it came out i watched it It looks so similar to like, it is the mule dwight yoakam it does not do a professional job as an actor in that movie he is it's one of the worst acting performances i've ever seen it's not really good. yeah so the movie i overall, have to see it. i love clint clint's my favorite but i, but I it's love not clint good. too and uh, not good. i mean he's pulled it off the last couple times like i was the, fine the with the mule grand torino i love grand torino 80s i know and now he's 91 and he's still making movies he can't yeah he it's it's not good Really? Oh, yeah. that's disappointing. I, I had to watch it, but I, I you, don't recommend it. And when are you going to see the uh, the Sopranos movie? The I Saints will see it. Newark. Does it come out like at 3 in the morning tomorrow Is morning? Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it sometime soon. I'm not, I don't have good feelings about that either. Me either. And it's too bad. You know what? You know what's odd? And maybe it works. I'll wait to see it too. Is the, is the young Tony Soprano, in a weird way, 
doesn't look like the young Tony Soprano, even though it's his kid. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't look like, that's not Tony Soprano. It just somehow would, he looks like a regular kid. You know, he just looks like a kid off the street. And I'm like, I don't know what they could have done to make him seem like Tony Soprano because he's actually his son. Yeah. But I, I hope it works. I'll see it. But I'm, I'll see I, it. I have I, my doubts. Yeah, doubts. I have my doubts. All right. I forget how we went Well, we tangented in there to uh, Shawshanked and you watching movies and people not saying thank you. And I can recap the entire conversation if you'd like. <sighs> All right, no, we'll move on from okay. the Patriots. Okay, what's your pick on the Patriots? We'll oh, I, I, Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay wins this game I, by more than seven. I am hoping, as I always do, I root for great theater. I'm hoping Turtle Boys writes a wild game. That'd be cool. And I hope it goes down to the wire and I hope the place is just electric. It's going to get the most amazing TV ratings. All the... Everybody is in Foxborough already. You know, all the NFL Network guys, ESPN guys, Today Show has brought... Today Show, I believe, is broadcasting from there. I don't know about today, but tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's two days, two and a half days before right. the game. The only way that this goes okay or or becomes an actual game is if the Patriots offense does well. And Mac Jones has the game of his life. I mean, I which, know it's a short career, which can happen uh, because Tampa Bay's defense is not very good. But that's really the only way this is a game. And that, that is true. You've been doing your homework. But wow. the Patriots' offense hasn't clicked yet. No, I mean, it has again, not. They beat the Jets, but anyone, everyone's going to beat the Jets. Jets are pathetic. Unfortunately, Zach Wilson has been awful. All the rookie quarterbacks have struggled, including Mac Jones. He's probably the best of the bunch. I know Trevor Lawrence is on uh, TV tonight. But we'll, uh, I mean, rookies in a big game, huge game, huge pressure. And you've... And, and people like Turtle Boy think like Mac Jones is going to outduel Tom Brady, no, that's who, who by the way tight. has all kinds of weapons. I know they shored up the, the the tight end core in New England, but Brady has Gronk. You know, Brady Brady has Antonio well, the tight Brown. Ends for the, Brady has for the Mike Patriots, Evans. Tight ends have not looked good for the Patriots. That, that Jano Smith looks awful. Yeah, responsible awful. for the pick. Yeah, last he's, week, so, he yeah. just he looks he stinks so far. And so I, I give most of the edges, and you could say coach Patriots get the edge, of course. Yeah, get, absolutely. Home field, in my mind, is not an edge because it brings this. This gets Brady so excited. This and and this gets his teammates playing a little harder for him. It really does. Uh, so I think there's a much better chance of a Bucks blowout and just an embarrassing night for Bill Belichick, which means he'll be a lot of laughs on uh, you know sports radio. The next oh, he's going to be great. Or in front of the media uh. on Monday. That could be classic Belichick if he gets his ass whooped by Brady. He's uh, dismissing this Wickersham book, but I'm not. I'm not. I, people that and you hear some people just dismiss tell-all books uh, as you know as a genre or anonymous quotes, and I don't want to hear. But again, if if it's the only way you can get the truth, now you can decide for yourself whether it's the truth or it's made up. I think a lot of stuff Bob Woodward does is made up. I mean, fa he famously interviewed uh, Casey, whatever it was, uh, William Casey, the CIA director for mm. uh, for on his deathbed. The guy was dying. He was like in a coma in case he, and, and Woodward allegedly went in and interviewed him in the hospital. And so they, there's always doubts with Woodward, but I believe him when he's writing about Mark Milley. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to this. We'll get to, I, you know what? Sometimes you want to, you believe what you want to believe. You want to do the, this is all about books. Tell all books today. We I guess the, so. Yeah. We got the Patriots book. We got the Katie Couric book and we got the Woodward book. Uh, and, and and Mark Milley's role in it. Do you want to do, I'll give you the choice. Do you want to do Katie Couric or do you want to do Bob Woodward? Oh, uh, do next? Couric because whenever there's a uh, Warner we'll, talk, we'll do, I get happy. Uh, uh, well, yeah. uh, Tom Warner and, uh, and and Minahan has pointed this out many times. Is uh, Warner is the ultimate Bob, uh, uh, Bill Cosby enabler. You know, get him, gave him a show, produced the show. Um, um, I'm just getting uh, your phone away from the cable because there's uh, fine, interference. You don't have yeah. to explain. No. They might want to explain. I'll put it over here. I don't yeah, trust you. you. Well, I'm definitely um, going to go through it. Um, Look at your pictures, I guess. Um, 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 where are we? Okay, here it is. Correct. It's a long story about the Katie Couric book. Again, a lot about cat fights with Deborah Norville and other people. Something, stuff in there about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, she went on a 15-minute date with Michael Jackson. 15-minute date? Whose hand felt like a dead fish when she shook it. <laughs> So I, they went. They, <laughs> the story has the Michael Jackson fifteen-minute date first, and then it goes. Katie Cork's relationship with Tom Warner ended when he dumped her by email. Cork brands him a textbook narcissist who love bombed her with flowers and gifts. Uh, she, she talks about all her dates. She dated Neil Simon. Um, you won't hear about this, and 
again, in Boston, in New England, because Tom Werner owns the Red Sox, the Red Sox own the Globe, the Red Sox own WEEI, the Red Sox own Nesson, the Red Sox control, the Red Sox ownership controls the media for a large, to a large extent in New England. So you yeah. won't hear about this, but I'm going to guess the book has more than this quick uh, mention of the textbook narcissist that Tom Werner was um, and how he dumped her by email. Now, that wasn't COVID time, so she, she doesn't, he doesn't have that excuse. But uh, if you're going to say it was cold, cold-hearted for Belichick to part ways with Brady. They weren't dating. By... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to not have the sack to like at least call someone up and say, "Hey, listen, it's not—it's just not working." I know, out. By email, that's, that's so Belichick terrible. At least it's probably his secretary that wrote it too. Right, Belichick at least did it on the phone. Right, right. Well, was it, it's, I gotta check that. Was it Zoom or on the phone? Either way, he didn't do it in person. It was March, 2020, peak COVID you know, uh, paranoia, peak COVID time, and uh, so what? Bel- Suddenly, we're going to be offended that Belichick's kind of a cold-hearted guy. Not really a sentimental guy. Not to me. Uh, but that's the extent of uh, Katie Kirk's. I haven't even read the whole description of the book. I'm sure there'll be many people in the media who they'll put the blackout on it, ignore it, because she goes after a lot of people. But uh, we'll see how that one sells. It ain't going to sell as good as Peril by Bob Woodward and uh, Bob Costa, two Washington Post, two, two Washington Post reporters who, who knew all the stuff in the book in like January and February and sat on it for six months. They knew Melly went behind the president's back and conferred, uh, uh, communicated with his counterpart in China. They knew Milley went by, behind the president's back and uh, communicated with Nancy Pelosi without any blessing from Trump. We knew he undermined Trump, undermined the president. He's a snake. He's a swamp creature. And these guys knew it in January. And we don't find out about it until September. Um, I still need someone to explain to me how that's ethical. It's not. And how Jeff Bezos and everyone else in the management of the Washington Post accepts that. I understand Woodward's kind of a you know big deal, but you're going to accept one of your staffers, a guy you're paying a lot of money to every week? You're going to accept the fact that he sat on this bombshell for six months just so he could sell more books? A guy, by the way, probably has... You know, fifty million dollars in six houses already, and you allowed him to do this just so he can make more money. Anyway, I haven't read the book. I've seen it because Matt Gates was waving it around yesterday. But apparently, I found this amazing. There was a line of questioning with Mark Milley uh, before the Senate two days ago, and it was from Marsha Blackburn, and she read off three or four books, including Peril, and said, "Did you talk to the authors?" And Mark Milley, every time, says, yes. Uh, he says, I talked to Woodward, not Costa. Okay. Okay, it's still a... <laughs> ta- this is the joint, the head of the Joint Chiefs. This is the highest-ranking member of the military. Who, and by the way, he was a little busy. You know, back in... We were still at war, allegedly, with, that, uh, with, the, with the Taliban. This is before we surrendered. But this guy, he's got a few things on his plate. And he's taking time out of his day to talk to authors to make himself look good, make Trump look bad, talking to authors off the record, I guarantee you there'll be lots of anonymous stuff in this book and others, and you'll say, people, a lot of people will say, that's Millie, that's got to be Millie. You have to be a real snake to do that in the first place, but here's my thought, is we obviously uh, screwed up in Afghanistan, right? We didn't, yep. know, we didn't know the army was going to fall that quickly. We didn't know the president was going to flee in a helicopter full of cash. We didn't know how quick the Taliban would retake all these. But we didn't know to get our equipment, our planes, our helicopters out of there before they took over, right? No, we didn't. A lot of mistakes, right? No. A lot of mistakes by the military. Do you think Millie, let me just throw this, had read all the intelligence reports? Do you think he'd done his homework before we surrendered, before we pulled out? I'm going to guess just say, looking at the results, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. You know what's amazing? He was busy doing interviews with tell-all authors or, or you know, the, the political, uh, Washington political hacks, uh, Woodward and others, and not looking at, you know, intelligence reports about, you know, Kabul or about the military, uh, you know, the capability of the Afghan military. He was busy gossiping with Bob Woodward about Trump. It's despicable. 
I was counting the impeachable offenses for Joe Biden the other day, you and I. How about the fireable offenses with Mark Milley? There's a hundred of them already, and he's defiant. He's saying, I'm not, I'm not quitting. My father couldn't quit at Iwo Jima, which makes no sense. No, it's, it's not the same. He should be fired. He should be fired. But this guy, um, uh, he probably has a lot of dirt, though. He's not going to get fired. No, he's, he's not. So much dirt. Kidding. Biden loves him. Biden yeah. loves him. I mean, he hated Trump. He undermined Trump. That's the most important thing to be in good. The good graces good, of, good the, graces uh, of, of the left. Biden and the Biden regime. You just have to prove you hate Trump. That's the number one requirement. But anyway, on uh, two days ago, Marshall Blackburn went through all the books and he was a source for all of them. <laughs> and some, I, I don't even, so he's taking calls. You know, can we talk to you off the record? Oh, sure. You know, what do you really think of Trump? This is the head of the, secondly, Jim Banks, a, a congressman from, I believe, Indiana, a veteran. He's good. Was grilling him yesterday. And he has proof that um, Millie called Newsmax and uh, Epoch Times, a, a, a newspaper, a publication that was founded on resistance, on the, on the, on the premise of, uh, you know, telling the truth about communist China. I mean, it's a conservative publication, but that was, you know, their mandate is let's tell the truth about this, this, this evil regime in China. So anyway, that's the one publication, Newsmax, um, full uh, disclosure. Yeah. I like Newsmax. Uh, yeah. Newsmax puts me on, <laughs> puts me on Newsmax, uh, yeah, I, I assume has been harassed by by uh, Murchison and others, and they still put me on. So I love Newsmax. This snake, Millie, called them a terrorist organization. Yeah. And he didn't know what to say because he got caught, because Banks caught him, just nailed him. And Gates nailed him even better. But let's can we listen to Jim Banks make the case or explain to, to the world what this swamp creature, Mark Milley, said about two conservative news outlets. By the way, have you ever heard anyone say, I mean, lots of people don't like Newsmax. It's conservative. Let's call them terrorists. How, how, how do you make that leap? How do you make the leap from, we don't like you. You, 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 you carry Trump's water or whatever to you're, you're like friggin' Al Qaeda. Isn't that, isn't that a little dramatic, but that's apparently what Millie did. And Newsmax, which is the second most watched conservative media outlet in the country today, do your notes about January 6th reference both Epic Times and Newsmax as on a list of domestic terrorists? I'm not recalling this conversation at all. It's in, I, it's in the book. It, it may be in the book. I haven't read the book. I'm not recalling a conversation about Newsmax, Epic Times. Do you have that. a notebook that lists Newsmax and Epic Times as domestic terrorists as recounted by the Bob Woodward book, Peril? I or is no, Bob Woodward lying to us in the book? I, I don't know. I don't recall any conversation about Epic Times. Do you believe that Newsmax and Epic Times are domestic terrorists or their no, viewers I think, or readers no, are I think, domestic terrorists? No, not at all. I don't think Epic Times nor Newsmax are domestic terrorist organizations. Will you produce I believe they are, notes to this committee I'll produce that any you relate to Bob Woodward in the book that you listed different groups are responsible for January 6th? Sure, absolutely. Oh, I love watching him get grilled because they they don't let him finish. They interrupt no, him. They, they get yeah. so annoyed. And as we said yesterday, he's like Colonel Jessup when Gr Tom Cruise was grilling him. I got I got a Shawshank by that the other day. I, I saw you that. had to watch that again. I, I think it's underrated. Lots of the critics didn't like it. You probably didn't like it. You you know, you good man. Of course I liked it. What do you I, think I, I am? I know you kind of you kind of more of. Uh, I didn't know if they use sophisticated enough words. Yes, they yeah, do. They do. Yeah. It's not too simplistic. More sophisticated than your it's country kinda, music you like. It's kind of simplistic. It's kind of simplistic. No, it's it's an amazing performance uh, by uh, by Nicholson. By both and, of them. All, all by of both them. them. Bacon. It has a huge cast. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. good. And but this is Colonel Jessup. This is a guy who spends his days, you know, abusing his subordinates. Oh, he thinks he's above the law. And nobody yeah. talks to me that way. Right. Just like Jessup. And now you get Banks and Gates is even better. Watch the or listen to the, listen to Gates grill. Millie and tell me Millie doesn't want to just pull out his sidearm. <laughs> you know, take. I mean, or pull out, you know, like a uh, a machete and say, off with his head. He hates Matt Gates. There were uh, cities in New Hampshire that were using the domestic uh, terrorist tag on groups in New Hampshire to uh, to justify getting bearcats. So, like the city of, do you know what a bearcat is? It's yeah. like a 
it's kind of a tank ish. Yes, yes. Um, but usually, New Hampshire is like a, we're 1.6 million people. The town, the city of Nashua, doesn't need a Bearcat. Doesn't no, need I a agree. SWAT team. But they were using uh, like the Free State Project. They were they were they named them as a domestic terror organization in order to get the federal money, the federal grant. And I do to get the, I kind of agree cats. with the uh, left wingers or civil or, or or libertarians that when you militarize like a local police station, it looks kind of silly when you have when they oh you know like. And you in Hell, Concord or Nashua. Look at, I mean, look at uh, in Melbourne, Australia. These right. guys are dressed like RoboCop. They are. Yep. And they got all kinds of these all-terrain vehicles. And you're saying, wait a second, you're, you're stop. You're arresting people for not wearing masks. And the feds want this too. They they've opened up all sorts of grants for local police stations to get this type of equipment. All right, let's go. Let's go quick. We got to move here. Um, Matt Gates, who I admit he's he calls himself a firebrand. He can kind of be a punk, but he's you know he's a punk for my team, so I like him. Yeah. He's he's a little he's a little over the top, and uh, a little animated, theatrical when he gets in these situations. But he's waving if you're if you don't if you haven't seen it, he's waving the book Peril and grilling Millie, and Millie just has this look in his eye like oh I want to kill you, <laughs> and he can't. It's 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 glorious. And while the guy sitting next to you was off, you know, talking to Phil Rucker and was off doing his thing with Bob Woodward. We were buying into the big lie, the big lie that this that this was ever going to be successful and that we could ever rely on the Afghanistan government for anything at all. You know, General Mill, you kind of gave up the game earlier when you said you wanted to address elements of your personal conduct that were in question. We're not questioning your personal conduct. We're questioning in your official capacity going and undermining the chain of command, which is obviously what you did. You, you've created this whole chain, did not undermine the chain of command and yeah, you did. You absolutely did. And it did not. Well, you know what? You said yesterday that you weren't going to resign when senators asked you this question. And I believe that you guys probably won't resign. You seem to be very happy failing up over there. But if we didn't have a president that was so addled, you all would be fired because that is what you deserve. You have let down the people who wear the uniform in my district and all around this country. And you're far more interested in what your perception is and how people think about you in insider Washington books than you care about winning. Gentleman's this time has expired. Of doing. Oh, that was good. He's so right. That's Millie is such a weasel that he's talking off the record to all these authors and he got caught. Yeah. And now I'm just going to guess that he's going to look like the good guy. Trump's obviously the bad guy, but Millie's going to look like, you know, an upstanding uh, military man just trying to do the right thing in these books because that's how you that's how you often determine who the, you know, sources are, the off-the-record guys, see how they're portrayed in the book. You'll find out, you know, in in the Wickersham book, you know, who talked to, by the way, no one talked to Wickersham. Kraft, Brady, Belichick all refused to comment. They didn't. But no. there'll be all kinds of other people. Eric Mangini is probably a source. There's a story in there about him trying to fight Belichick. <laughs> I heard that. But you'll see how these people are portrayed, and you'll try to figure it out. That's always a, a fun uh, exercise when you get a, uh, a bunch of anonymous sources in a tell-all book. But uh, all right, let's do Shea, and then I'm going to tell you we're going to we're going to uh, make our picks for the Patriots. We know we've kind of already told you what we're going to do, but I need a score. Okay. And I'm going to tell you about my second favorite competition of the weekend that I'm going to be watching and rooting hard for uh, one side over the other. And we got an announcement, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We got to get to that. Why don't you run? I forgot all about it. You got to remind me of these things. I'm well, old. I mean, you, I'm keep, old. you get going. No, I'm you're old. like a runaway train. No one can stop you. I'm like, I'm like, as Gates said, <laughs> the president's so addled. I like that it's word. Not addled. He's it is so a good word. Addled. It is. That doesn't it? Isn't it like the perfect description? If the yes. president weren't so addled, you'd be fired. That was a great <laughs> summary there to. Uh, uh, Gates's speech. But anyway, let's talk about Shea Concrete first, and then we'll get to uh, the other game of the weekend. Not just It's not just Brady versus Belichick. It's Dog versus the FBI. <laughs> but first, Shea, this is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home you need to replace an old staircase in an old home. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, 
They call Shay. They come over. They take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away. They put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And, by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. Uh, I'm not a big dog, the bounty hunter guy. Are you? I never watched it. I never watched no, it. I don't, I I don't mean, really like reality I, TV. I marvel at how just... How, how bad he looks. I mean, sometimes I look, you know, to myself and I say, God, I'm getting old and uh, getting, uh, you know, showing showing the, the lines on my face is showing all the, you know, the stress or whatever of the, the hard life I live, you know. <clears throat> Go ahead. You can mock me. I, I don't need to. What does Dog the Bounty Hunter Good do that makes him look like that? I have no idea. He's definitely It's got to be something. Yeah. It can't just or be all the booze. travel. I don't know. I mean, his face when he walks into the doctor's office, don't they say, "Holy crap!" You what did you stop do? This. What, yeah. Whatever you're doing. I mean, he's it? not doing himself any favors with the outfit. He's got the mullet and the sunglasses and the, right the big red face. He's but all that looks like you could scare little children. That face. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's almost like Rocky Dennis. It's something. It's almost <laughs> unnaturally, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, we said this, he's like 68 years old, too. He's, 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 he's getting up that, there. Yeah, but not 68. But living that kind of life, His face though. looks like he's 106 or 68. I mean, but whatever. And I, I, I'm, I'm coming around. You're still about, rooting for him, though. Uh, usually I see stories about him and his wife died and he's got remarried and his kids are, you know, to have things going on. And it's like with whatever. It's like with the Pawn Stars or, uh, or the Kardashians. I just ignore it and just flip, go on by yeah. when I see it. Yeah. But now I'm gonna get I'm gonna immerse myself in his latest hunt because he's after Brian Laundry and he said yesterday he's closing in on Brian Laundry. Now I don't even know who works for Dog or how many people work with him or how much technology they have. But how great would it be if Dog the Bounty Hunter and he obviously all be videotaped and if they found Brian Laundry somewhere in some little motel room or hiding in some you know abandoned cabin in the woods, whatever, and the FBI was hold, left holding their well. You know, I mean, the FBI is, is busy covering up for pedophiles, right. so they, they've got a lot on their hands. They, they, they do, and the FBI is just so disgraced in every way. The FBI sent 14 or 15 agents to Talladega when uh, when that Rusty Wallace said he saw a noose. They, you know, they're not there for any uh, any of the you know, mass shootings. They knew just about every mass shooting or bombing, in the case of uh, the Boston Marathon, they knew in advance. You know, oh, yeah, he was on our radar. You know, Omar Mateen in the Pulse nightclub shot 49 people you know, and before they got all the bodies out. The FBI was, oh, yeah, 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 we knew he was dangerous. We knew he was up to no good. I don't think they ever stopped these guys or catch them. They catch, you know, grandmothers who took selfies at the Capitol on January 6th. That's their focus. People dancing at the Capitol, uh, too, by the way. I would, yes, people dancing or just mulling about. Right, you, you know, yeah. You're charged with first-degree mulling. Yeah. That's basically what they're doing, but they're not... Uh, uh, I don't. I don't even know how close they are to catching Brian Laundry. I don't even know how much evidence they have. And maybe does Dog the Bounty Hunter, Hunter does Dog the Bounty Hunter, does he talk a good game? Because he's saying he's closing in, or do you think he really is? I don't think he's got anything. I I think I agree with Turtle Boy. I think we were talking about before, uh, before the show that he's probably dead. He, he probably killed himself. Yeah, pro- uh, I mean, probably. he knows that his life is over. If he ever gets caught, he's going to prison forever. I hope his parents get charged with something. I uh, that's one thing I believe that they helped him. Did everything they could to help him get away, and I don't know really how much he could be charged with or how much time they'll do, but I hope they have to pay a price here because I feel really, really bad for Gabby Petito's family. Absolutely. With, what they had to go through, and they look just heartbroken as they should be, but they also know these other people uh, covered it up or helped them get away. So, you know, hopefully there's some obstruction of justice charge for the parents. I hope dog does find him. I mean, give some, give some closure to the family too. I, yeah. I'm sure they know what happened, but, but just to get some, some real closure. Go find out dog, exactly. go. And whatever you're eating or drinking or doing, you know, you got to cut it out. You're Probably only 68. <laughs> you, you got some, some issues, but anyway, we're rooting for you dog. And we're rooting for a great game. That's what I want. Historic game. Sunday night. I, I I don't ever root against Brady. I'm not rooting against Brady. I don't think a lot of people are. I don't think you're going to hear boos. Again, it's not like Clemens coming back. or any. It's not like anyone else coming back to town. Brady is beloved as well. He should be. They'll cheer him. 
they'll cheer for the, the Patriots, but they'll cheer Brady when he takes the field. They might boo the Patriots if they play That's a good point. Poorly, right? They might. They might. If it gets ugly, they might boo the Patriots and boo Belichick, but they ain't booing Brady. How did that contest go? I know you're a big uh, I haven't uh, seen Toucher and Rich fan. <laughs> I'm not. They they had a contest on who could be the biggest Brady I, hater. I, they've only tweeted a couple times about it. I didn't so see any updates on that. Yeah, me neither. I, don't, I think that kind of fizzled out. The whole Probably. contest. Who's the biggest Brady they hater? They should do rap battles instead. Yes. That, that goes over. No, they should take calls because some stations can't do that. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> but true. we can. Damn it! That's our big announcement oh, yeah. for today. Um. So tomorrow, Corano got it done. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be on locals. And uh, we thought we would introduce the calls tomorrow. It'd just be a good kind of testing ground, work out yes. the kinks. Yes. Uh, and so you know, finally, you've been working on this for a long time. Finally, we're going to take some calls. I've been, I've missed phone calls, and I'm just going to say, if if the first one is Everett from Brighton, you're fired. <laughs> okay, I don't. Uh, I, I won't let him through then. Actually, uh, I I can't really screen him, so it's just going to be. We did. Just... I took calls. In fact, with Colin A. One day we took some calls, and Everett from Brighton was the first one, and that's kind of ruined it. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I don't care. I seriously, I'll take his call. I'll take anybody's call. We're not going to run and hide. I like, I like the fight. That's fun. I, I miss it. I miss fighting with callers. So we're going to do that again. We're going to do it on locals. If you want to join the community, you can at locals.com. Just search out the Callahan show and sign up and, and join us. We're going to do that tomorrow. Uh, maybe we'll do it every Friday if there's something to talk about, but we'll, t- we'll take calls on whatever on the Patriots on, on, on Mark Milley on Dog the Bounty Hunter, on whatever the breaking news may be. Yeah. Want to try it now? Can we do it now? Uh, Yeah, if you give me a second to set up. I just have to, like, do the call-in number and set up. Okay. Well, uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Oh. Can I give out the number? Hold on. Number's right here on screen. Yeah. Read it. I'll do that. We can wait till tomorrow, if you want to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this one. It kind of went under the radar, which it shouldn't have. But in the hearing yesterday, the Millie hearing, um, they admitted, I think it was General McKenzie. Oh. Sorry. I'm trying to make it happen. That's okay. We can, we can do it tomorrow. Well, I'll just do it tomorrow. All right. I'll mention this because I should have. This should have been the first thing. We should have spent time on this. But in the hearing, and I, I saw it, at my, you know, my jaw dropped. McKenzie admitted they knew right away that the righteous strike killed a bunch of innocent people. Yeah, I saw He knew that. right away that they killed 10 innocent people, seven children. They knew it right away. So when Millie went before the cameras, and, and so did other people, by the way, but Millie went before and said, yes, our intelligence on the ground was good. It was a righteous strike. When he said that, he knew it wasn't. Yeah. He knew it was murder of a family. <laughs> he knew if they blew up seven children... And he went, if, how is that not court-martial material? How is that not a freaking crime? I went before the cameras, before the world, and said, yeah, it was a righteous strike. Yesterday, it was proven in a hearing under oath that he knew they killed a bunch of innocent people, and he lied to us. That guy, the guy, that weasel who's having lunch in the, sh- in the back corner booth with Bob Woodward, a general general he's done more damage to the military than, than anyone in my memory i could tell you that the powerful do not face justice in this country anymore it's uh, sad to see i hate it uh that's true it, uh, yeah. although they they're gonna put a gold medalist you see this cleat keller i hadn't seen it no a gold medal swimmer for the u.s team they convicted he i think he uh, had a plea agreement i think he pled to a felony yesterday because he was in the capital mulling about he's gonna go to jail a gold medalist an american hero Trespassing. It's, it's war. It's it's war on American heroes. Nurses, doctors, gold uh, medalists, gold medalists, airline pirates, pilots, stewardesses, and uh, and uh, NBA players. They're all they're, they're cracking down on them. I bet you Cleet Keller's not vaccinated either, which is probably added to this prison sentence. But we'll see how long he, how much time he does. So tomorrow we're on locals. So Callahan.locals.com, or just as Jerry said earlier, just go to locals and, um, you should join the community. We do a lot of community. Anyway, we do a lot of, uh, free stuff there. There's actually going to be more stuff for free coming up. But if you support the show for $6 a month or $60 a year, you get an extra show on Friday. And that's where we'll be debuting the phone line. I've posted it on this live stream, but it's eight, five, seven, five, seven, six, eight, eight, oh, seven. Uh, will be the number. I'll give it out tomorrow. We'll tweet it. I've already tweeted it out. It'll be on social media. Oh, you have? Too. I haven't even seen it. Uh, I think you actually retweeted it um, 
a couple days ago because it was just uh, it's, right. eight, it was the soon TM. I'm gonna have to memorize this eight five seven five seven six eight eight zero seven. Yeah, uh, we'll does have that, to post does that it spell anything if you do the letters? No, no, you no. couldn't do that. No, no, no. Okay. no whatever. Really... It's I like it. It's a good number. It's a good number. It'll work. Yeah. So people will be able to call in and uh, we'll be able to stack up five lines at a time and and all sorts of stuff. It'll be fun. And but we'll debut that tomorrow on locals. And are you thinking we'll do the show a little bit later tomorrow, like we did last week, like nine thirty? Yep. Okay. I, I need time to prep. I need time to get ready. And, uh, you know, we need to get ready. We, you need to have this all figured out so the minihands don't blow up the phone line. Oh, I don't care if they call in. Who cares? <laughs> It'll be, that's, I totally expect Trolls to call if, in. If you're, uh, whatever, Andy Gresh. Or, uh, just take the, other, the calls, and, Andy. And you took the first one or two calls. And just laugh with them. Just call wouldn't them it, idiots. Wouldn't it diffuse the whole yes. thing? Instead, they go a whole week. So dumb. Where they can't take calls. He's and, the worst. I, I haven't heard. Haven't he's heard so one. narcissistic. He's so he's so confident and cocky, and yeah, and, and you know he's a, he's got he's got all this confidence. He's got dozens of listeners. I do mean, you know I was uh, speaking to a former uh, EEI colleague, and not a fan, not a fan of Andy Gresh. I don't think I've ever even met him, but uh, he said he got fired at the other station, the ninety-eight-five. Yeah, Gresh. I remember when he was because on he was just a dick, and nobody yeah. liked him. Probably so hated him. And he had yeah, and I think he had. Decent numbers. I mean, all you do is they just flip on a microphone and they yeah. get, you know, a 15 share over there because people are so repelled by the other state. So he had good numbers. He was on with Zolak. They fired him, replaced him with Bertrand just because they didn't like him. Yeah. And Bertrand's likable. That guy got hired by the other station. I the know. guy got fired for being just disliked by everybody. After he's in purgatory in like Rhode Island for a little while, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. exactly. That, yeah. That's that's a hell of a hire. You hire a guy. And Lou Maloney st- thinks that that's the new shakeup. I mean, that's the only difference in the station. You've gotten rid of Big Trust O me. and you got and that's and you bring in Gresh. That's it. Trust that's me. the swap. Lou, trust me, Lou's not happy. Lou no, I bet. Bell, I bet, he I must bet. be. He's ready to snap and it's not because the Red Sox. He should just do a podcast. He should do a Red Sox podcast if that's his life. Uh, but he know. has to do the, he wants to do the games. He wants to be the game. Does he, does he have to be on EEI to do that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately for Sorry, him. Lou. He seems like a nice guy. He really does. <laughs> he's, I don't know if he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. I like him. He's a friend. He's a friend, but uh, he's very frustrated as are most people over there these days, especially when you have the big Brady Belichick week. And you can't take a call. Those guys could, though, right? Didn't the oh, yeah, uh, Minifans stop? Yeah. No, but I mean, at 2 o'clock, uh, I think they didn't harass the afternoon I don't think, show. No, 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 no. No, I don't but, think they did. Uh, it's almost over, Andy. Almost over. One more day and uh, two more days. And, uh, take a call. Come on, Gresh. No, no, just take They it. shut What's, down their phone lines. You can't, people are happen. dialing. You can't even get through. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't heard, but it sounds like it's pretty funny. Pretty yeah. funny. But uh, we will leave it there. Thank you to everybody for watching. On Facebook, not on YouTube, not because, today. you know, we played guys who don't want to get vaccinated. We played their sound, so we're stuck on... Actually, we'll probably get taken off of Facebook now, too, right? Well, yeah. they're at least putting warning signs up. They're not taking them we down yet. We didn't do but... a single, like, thing that I would consider anti-vax. No. Not a single thing. I'm not anti-vax. I mean, You're not anti-vax. Jonathan uh, Isaac is an anti-vax. No. Bradley Beal, I mean, maybe Kyrie Irving, because he's a lunatic, but those those guys were perfectly measured and logical. They didn't say... We, these, you know, these things put microchips in your brain. None of that wacky stuff. They just said that they're not, they don't want it because they're young and fit and they've had COVID. That's it. And because we played their sound, we're not on YouTube, probably not on Facebook for long, but we'll be here fighting the fight and we'll be on locals.com tomorrow. Correct? Locals.com Correct. tomorrow. Go there now. Check it Sign out. Up. Get familiar with it. Sign up and we will talk to you. Uh, we'll, we'll take calls on Locals tomorrow, but that will do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning on Locals.com. <laughs>